morning, happy, happy, happy. It is a morning, everybody. Not sure that I'm awake yet, and I don't have my earrings on, so I'm essentially naked. All right. I don't know where they went. Go downstairs. Good morning. I should have backup like emergency earrings, just like in the broken drawer, so I can hit myself in the special part. Put some new earrings on. These lights on on. A little discombobulated. Hold up. One day we're gonna have a proper set. Okay. Good morning. Welcome to the construction zone. It's construction day 47 here at the house. And uh, lots of things are happening. Let me show you the fruits of my labor last night. I don't think I can eat anymore because I ate all the food the whole weekend. Hopefully you are stuffed, maybe a little fatter than you were the last time we spoke. Look at this. Last night, oh, we made biscottis. So last night's voila, we made chocolate chip biscotti. They were very yummy and I ate most of them last night. Come on, Richard. Richard. Um, quite yummy. And if I didn't make... A promise to myself to stop eating sugar last night. I would have all of these in my mouth. Um, yesterday I also made chicken parm. Oh, that was on a bowl. Die. We had the we had the monogots over the weekend. I can't tell you how much we ate this weekend. A lot. There's the dirty house. Hold on, I have to go get my mug, which is all the way over there. All right, everybody move. Oh, today we start our 24 days of tea. Very exciting. Uh, so, if you know one of some of my favorite teas are Adagio, and Andrea got me 24 days of teas. Ah! So we're gonna have today's the first day. Let's see what it is. I think they shifted a bit. Oh, chocolate truffle. Who, who this? What? Who this? Oh my goodness. What a good day. Look at it. Chocolate truffle by Adagio. Mm-hmm. Cassandra, I think they're downstairs next to my bed. Oh. It smells so good. It's going to be a great day. It's Ugly Monday, everybody. Uh, there's only a few more days in November. Um, maybe you're like Wendy and you've already started your Black Friday Christmas shopping or just Christmas, what we call, call just Christmas shopping. I'm way behind. This is what happens every year. Um, oh, I had a little too much, right? Never truer words. If you missed last night's voila, you missed my mom getting hammered. I also missed the weather door, but I like to do this. Oh, look how pretty with those $80 shades. It's basically pieces of paper, printer paper that I put on top of it. We're going to call this house. It's not the first though, but Andrea said if I started it today, I could because... 
We're gonna go by weekdays, because I don't see you on the weekends. So, yeah, it's fine, we're fine. So, don't worry about it. Why don't you mind your business? <laughs> I'm like, they said cheese, not tea. No, I mean, I would enjoy. I had, I had manchetta, manchego tea, no, cheese. And then uh, Andrew said, Christmas shopping done. You're so good. Um, I said, Fontina cheese. Let's just talk about cheese for a second. Uh, do you not start on the first? I could start, Michelle, on the first. I'll catch up because I'll lose the weekend. And then it'll, don't you worry. Cyber Monday sales today. It's probably smart. I'm done shopping, Renee. Renee, could you come over? And maybe just make me sit down and with a plan. Because I don't have one. I have zero plans. Actually, I do have a plan. My plan is to wait until the 23rd and then freak out. I don't think it's a good plan. But that is a plan. So I can't say I don't have one. I just have so many things to do. So yesterday... If you missed it, I officially started to um, turn into my mother because Jacqueline and Dean, as you know, have moved into an apartment. And um, Jacqueline has been saying that her room might look like a trainer. Um, so when Jacqueline moved in, like, I properly moved her in, but we were on tour at the time, so, like, I kind of moved her in, and I was like, I love you, gave her a kiss, and said goodbye. And then Dean, I didn't help move in at all. Like, I was on the road, I was like, get your crap, and get out. It was really in a loving way. Um, I think he just grabbed a mattress. <laughs> he grabbed a mattress and some, maybe a sheet, mostly just the bottom sheet, and then moved there. So there's 20 boxes of his in the basement, whatever. So over the weekend, so as of the moment, one room, so two bedrooms are painted. I'm getting rid of the bed. Let's talk, let's talk about it. So I'm getting rid of the big bed. I ordered a Murphy bed, girl, what? Here's what I'm saying, let me tell you. I live on one floor. This is it, it's the whole thing, okay? Um, and I don't have an office, and the guest room where my mom would stay is pretty small, and there's a desk over there, real ugly. So I thought, why stick a giant bed in that room? It's just gonna take up the whole room all the time. And it's, it's one of the biggest, I think, the, if not the biggest room in the house. I was like, stupid. They barely live here. Like when they're here, I want them to be comfortable, and then I want them to leave. And then I want my room back. So I found out. Kathy, unfiltered Kathy, found like a full Murphy bed. Comes down from the wall. I didn't get that one. Mine is a cabinet. Looks like this. There's not a bed in there. But it looks like this. It's short. Would love to have a Murphy bed. Yeah. No, I bit the bullet. Because here's, here's how I looked at it. I was like, I can get a regular bed. But then I lose all that square footage. All the time. So I bought it, and it was supposed to come Friday, and Wayfair, yeah, comfortable, but not too comfortable. Not like, I want you to stay a long time comfortable. Nobody wants that. 
No. Comfortable enough. You know what I'm saying? Enough. That you'll enjoy yourself and then you'll be like, I should go back to my house. It's that kind of thing. So uh, I was supposed to arrive and then I called Wayfair. I was like, where, where you been? And they said, we be not giving it to you. Um, yeah. And um, they said, we were supposed to call you and let you know it was delayed. I go, how many days ago was that? Two. So did you call me to tell me? Mm -mm, no, but you called us. I go, yeah, that's not how this works. Whatever. I'm not in a rush. I go, listen, lady, I just need it for like Christmas time. I don't need, I don't need it right. I'm not going to yell at you. Now, I put my bet on the Facebook. Ladies, come and get it today. Listen, things are happening. Things are happening. Yeah, I don't want to lose the square footage. Now, if I had a mansion, sure, put a big bed in there, comfy-ish. I don't have a mansion. I have a mansion for me. Oh, let me read you this article. I think this is going to resonate with a lot of people. Hold on. It's an interesting article. You know I'm reading the New York Times now. I won't brag. I'm going to brag because I never read it before. All right, let me, let me pull it up. I'm going to read you this article. I wonder who's going to let me read it on here. Yeah, because I'm not signed in. Because you got to pay a dollar. Okay, hold on. Boring, 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 boring. Penis, boring. This one I thought was really interesting because it affected, so well, I'm sleeping in a basement. So let me tell you something. My plan, I'm in the basement. I moved my bed, which was kind of too small. It's a double. Yeah, the bed that fell through the floor is now in the basement, which is on concrete, can't fall through the floor. Anyway, I sleep in the basement. So that way I could take my time. Hey, Ellie, Ellie, getting these rooms together because it's like a lot really overwhelming and a girl needs to sleep at night. All I care about is sleep. So I feel real good. I'm thinking about staying down there. It's quite, yeah. And nobody knows when the bed is coming. That's exactly what I said to it. So when is the bed coming? Ma'am, we have no idea. I feel like you should have an idea. I go, well, let me ask you something. I need this bed by Christmas. If a couple weeks go by and it's not coming, I can just cancel it and I can just get a bed. Because online it said it was going to be here today, Friday. She's like, oh, no, you can't cancel it because it's in transit. I go, what is it? Is it in transit? It is. I go, well, then where is it? I don't know. Feels like it's not in transit, but it is though. I go, where is it? It's stuck at a warehouse. So you, that was the conversation. No, I can't find it. Give me a minute. Um, what are we talking about? Soledad O'Brien painted her hardwood floors and it sparked a debate. Who gives a... What? Like a troll. I am like a troll. Um, hold on. 
It literally was like the front page news, but maybe it was like front page weekend news. Hold on. Let me just start to tell you about it because although the stats in it were pretty interesting, and I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna be able to like Google like old people. Because I have a feeling that's probably not. No. There it is, here they go. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Oh, no, it's gonna make me sign in. All right, here we go. Let's see. All right, here's the title. As Gen X and boomers age, they confront living alone. Wait for this. You're gonna be blown away by these statistics, okay? Because we were just talking about a house and this is why it brings it up. More older Americans are living by themselves than ever before. The shift presents issues on housing, healthcare, and personal finance. We're all gonna turn into the Golden Girls. That's the end of the story, but let me, let me, let me unpack it, hold on. It was very interesting. Just the numbers alone, hold on. Okay, here we go. In 1960, let's go back. I'm not here. Dies here, drinking amaretto. In 1960, 13% of American households had a single occupant. But that figure has risen steadily, and today it's approaching 30%. So 30% of our population is currently living alone. And it said for householded, Households headed by someone 50 or older, that figure is 36%. What? What? It says now nearly, okay, in the year 2000, 15 million people lived alone over 50. So that's 2000, 22 years ago, almost 23 years ago. Now it's 26 million. Girl. Yeah, picture this in Sophia's voice. It's, it's 1960. Dies drunk on Amaretta. She's thinking about having some kids. Yeah. A bit of any, it says, older people have always been more likely than others to live by themselves. And now that age group, baby boomers and Gen Xers, makes up a bigger share of the population than at any time in the nation's history. It was very interesting. Um, it says people 50 plus today are more likely than, okay, let me start again. People 50 plus today are more likely than earlier generations to be divorced, separated, or never married. Women in this category have had opportunities for professional advancement, home ownership, and financial independence that were all but out of reach for previous generations of older women. More than 60% of older adults living by themselves are female. Girl? Yeah, they're talking about, this was an article about the cult. I just, okay. And it says, while many people in their 50s and 60s thrive living solo, research is unequivocal that people aging alone experience worse physical and mental health outcomes and shorter lifespans. Girl, you need to hear it. You need to hear it. That is why we have this cult. <laughs> you see how I'm coming around to it? Um, it's coming around. Okay. It talks about how important it is. 
to stay connected. There was, okay, it says, it's okay, here we go. There's another one. And the nation's housing stock has grown out of sync with these demographic shifts. I'm having a hard time reading and then looking at you, so give me a second. Many solo adults living in homes with at least three bedrooms. Census data shows, but find that downsizing is not as easy because of a shortage of small homes in their towns and neighborhoods. Basically what I'm saying is I, I'm looking for my other golden girls. You need to like bourbon. I'll put together a list. You like to live in a basement. You enjoy three dogs and maybe one that smells like poop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, a, this is a big article. Big. You question if you're a good mom because your kids didn't come home. Girl, you're a great mom because your kids didn't come home. That's what they should do. Boom. Take off. Get up out of here. No. No. Listen to me. You're a good mom whether they come home or they never come home. Don't question it. Some people just move. At different, I'll take a golden guys also on the table. I'm just saying, um, has no nothing to do with you. You do what you can do till 18, and then they got to figure it out. And I have to say, I would ironically be okay. Can we rotate in as the golden girls, maybe like on a weekly basis? I think that would be very exciting. We are currently downsizing. It took two years for us to find a place. That makes a lot of sense. One of those Melrose Place for divorced ladies where there's just hot people just everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I've been told you I'd move, said Shakendra. She was like, please get these rooms ready because I'm ready to move to the basement. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting article. Mm-hmm. Then it talked about the stress of, of you know, caring for an older parent. Um, it's very interesting. Often face the reality that it's more expensive to get a smaller condo than staying in the single family you're selling. And that presumes that the condo exists, which might not be the case. Listen, listen, all I'm saying is that it's important for those of us in this, we'll call it a special group, to remember to stay connected, remember to exercise, take care of ourselves. You know, I got to die going to the gym two days a week. You got to stay on top of it. Nothing wrong with it. Get some cats, get 300 dogs. Do whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. I'm partially separated. Where can I fill out this application? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just saying, people are noticing us. We are not unnoticed. Mm-hmm. I used to be a single girl with four bedrooms because it was the only option. That's what I'm saying. What was that? What was that sound you made with your body? Stink face. Mm-hmm. 
My son was just home for six days for a break. It's so nice when they come home. So yesterday I made chicken parm, egg noodles. We had the salad. Da, 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 da. Grandma got drunk and made the Scotties. It was a good eating weekend here. Then Dean came over to pick up a table because he was like, we need a kitchen table. I was like, I got, I got a kitchen table. Come take it. So he came last night and then I did the thing where I just got Tupperware and just put a whole bunch of food into the thing. And I was like, here, and I put it into a, pl a plastic bag. I, I, every day I literally get older, mostly with storage and Ziploc bags. And cleaning my kids' homes. I love it. Uh huh. It's very exciting. It's an exciting time. Don't, what is it? Uh, you're supposed to say, don't go gently into that good night. Let's look at the poem. Let's read it together. Let's have a moment. Hold on. Now the computer doesn't work. We're back. Here it is. Let's read a poem just for fun. By Dylan Tom Thomas. Here we go. Do not go gently into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Ah, <gasps> uh, that's just that. That's it. Mm -hmm. It'll be the next stanza tomorrow because we'll still be old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Though wise men at their end, no dark is right because their words had forked no lightning. They do not go gently into that good night. Good men, the last wave by, crying how bright their frail deeds might have danced in the green bay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Oh, girls like me in high school English class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rage, rage. I was single for 11 years, lived in my house all by myself. Pure heaven, then I remarried. Now I'm desperate need of peace and quiet. Gail, we all got problems. <laughs> we got problems over by herself. We got problems with her people around. She'll just live in a bubble. Be like, I'm gonna go to my bubble. I'll meet you in the big bubble, but I'm gonna need to do that. Stay out of my bubble. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Di, listen, Di has parties at her house. The tea is really good, Nicole. The tea is really good. Um, yeah, listen, it's fine. We're all doing a great job. Mm. Have six to 25. Wow. So I did start watching, um, Steve, it's good when you're reading Dylan Thomas. Yeah, it's a good show. Um, I started watching the Lizzo, the Lizzo documentary. I don't know if anybody watched it. It's really good. I also just watched the second season of Hacks. Let's talk about it. So I have HBO, which I think includes HBO Max. Or maybe I have HBO Max, which also includes HBO. I watch HBO Max. Let me start there. And uh, a lot of people ask me if I like The Marvelous Miss Maisel. 
I do not. Thank you. Lulu, come here. Time for your medicine. Um, I don't like The Marvelous Miss Maisel. I watched the first couple of episodes. I love Tony Shalhoub. I'm not a fan of the actress that plays Miss Maisel. Or maybe it's just the story. She's probably fine. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it's just too close to what I actually do. Just didn't like it. However, there's a show on HBO Max called Hacks. And uh, it stars Jean Smart, who, if you know her name, you're like, how do I know her? She is from Designing Women. Um, she was the tall blonde uh, who was so funny. Charlene, I think she was her. Yeah, love it, Christy. So I watched Hacks um, when it first came out, which was probably last year, maybe. And I don't know if it resonates with everybody. I like it because she's an aging comedian girl. And yeah, um, I love the relationship. So it stars Jean Smart who I'm going to guess is in her 60s now. Looks great. Um, and she has a residency, uh, she, you know, regular showroom in Vegas. And they want to cancel her. And then opposite her is a young comedian, uh, a girl who's a bit of a train wreck. And both of them are kind of horrible people in their own way. Um, but they find each other and... It's just this, uh, how it unfolds, uh, is really fun. They're both horrible. And uh, it reminded me so much, they're downstairs, Jackie, I forgot. Um, it reminded me so much of like either the relationship between me and Stephanie or before Stephanie, there was a girl named Carolyn. And uh, just kind of people who are very much in like a transition in their life. Um, and, uh, you know, how important it is to, you know, surround yourself with people who kind of help you unpack your own crap. I don't know if that's the best way of saying that. Um, but I watched the first season, but then the second season came out and I forgot the first season. So I went back and I watched the first season again, which I loved. And then I watched the second season, which I loved, um, is she 71? She looks good. She looks good. Um, so it's, uh, it was, a, it was a great series. So when I finished it, then the Lizzo documentary popped up. So I, I'm in the middle of almost to the end of that, which I thought was really interesting. I like Lizzo, but it was really interesting to hear her story. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Poop face just keeps shuffling around. Yeah. Well, now they all can't go out until we're done. Because um, they can only go in the front yard now. There's no more letting the dogs out back. Because it's just a mud. It's, it's a mud yard. Um, and her relationship with her daughter, right? So she has a daughter that... Jean Smart's character as a daughter. Uh, it's another train wreck. It's just, uh, yeah, kind of crazy. Um, Merla, good morning. I was just with Sarah over the weekend. Uh, we went over to this great bourbon place. And um, my new favorite bourbon. Now listen, this is like Blanton's. It is like... 
It's a treat. You gotta save up for it. It's called Widow Jane. Lizzo is on HBO Max, yeah. And I kind of, I felt like I kind of knew who she was, but I didn't know her full story. It's a, it's a good story. And how creatively, like I think I'm very much in a place where, you know, I have spent my whole career uh, as one funny mother and talking about my kids um, and uh, my marriage. And now all of that has been stripped away. And now I have to go and figure out what the next show is. Um, and so I'm very interested in like the creative process for people, like how people, creatives, uh, you know, kind of dive into the crap that they're dealing with and try to make it funny. You know, like they say like tragedy plus time equals humor. That's the algorithm for comedy. Tragedy plus time equals humor. But without time, tragedy, not funny. Right? Like people will say like, like some tragedy will happen. Somebody like make a joke out of it. I'm like, too soon. Too soon. And so time without tragedy. Like if you're, you know, you're a young comic like in their 20s, like Dean and Jacqueline starting to write their stand-up. They haven't any tragedy yet. You haven't had your heart broken. You haven't had a crappy job. You hate your boss. Not funny. So it's, uh, yeah, your art becomes your therapy in many ways. So that's happening. What else was I watching? I'm also watching something else. It's, oh, White Lotus. Kylie's like, girl, should be hilarious. Lots of tragedy and time. Still not funny. <laughs> the stories I could tell you. Mm -hmm. The Aft Afterlife, that show was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been, I've been doing like a deep dive into, and then watching Lizzo, like there's a part, Shakendra, where she talks about like, how she kind of went through high school and and then she started having some success but there's a moment in the documentary where she kind of hits on this one thing and when she hit on it it just resonated with her in such a way that she was like this is it this is who I am and I think that I had that uh, when I had the kids and it all felt right, and it all fell into place, and it worked, and it was funny, da 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 And, uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I guess I have to do that again. Uh, I'm waiting for it to be funny. <laughs> it ain't funny yet. <laughs> so, Ramona, let me tell you about White Lotus. White Lotus is funny. It's quirky. Because um, there are times you're watching White Lotus and you're like, oh, this is a good show. I see why people watch it. And there's other times you're watching White Lotus and you're like, this is just a story about people's boring lives. Like everyday fights. Like it just, just feels like you're on vacation with people and you're watching them fight. I don't know. It's very funny. But then there's other parts, mostly when the lady's in it. 
what's her name? It's mostly her parts because she's so phenomenal. And I could watch her all day. Um, who am I talking about? Jennifer Coolidge. Pretty much anything Jennifer Coolidge is in, I'm mesmerized. I don't know why. Because she got the big lips and the way she talks is just like so affected. <laughs> but she's so funny. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, if they did a Golden Girl with like Jennifer Coolidge and anybody else, I'd be like, I'm in. I don't know what it is. But she's funny. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. So her parts are hilarious. And she's the only one that moves to season two. <clears throat> and I am liking season two. It feels like a little different. <clears throat> can't can't wait to figure out the best way to say it. Yes, yeah, Stifler's mom. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Best in show. Oh, so good. Oh, my shoulder's been killing me. Oh, there it is. I had to pop it. It's really bad. My shoulder's bad. Ariana Grande does do a great impression of Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, she's everywhere. You know who else is everywhere? Is the woman that was in um, White Lotus. Um, season one. Let me see if I can find her. Um, this is all season two. She's another really good actress. And I feel like I didn't see her in a lot of stuff before. And now I feel like I see her in a lot of stuff. Um, this looks like it's season two. Yeah, Connie Britton. Connie Britton is in season one. But Connie Britton was also in all of those movies. I don't know if they were on Netflix. And it's like... Um, it, was, it was kind of in the vein of like the Tinder Swindler. And then... Gosh, what was it called? But she was married... She was married to the guy. This isn't going to be. Let me just look up Connie Britton. It'd probably be easier if I go backwards. Um, oh, and Aubrey Plaza is in this season as well. She just was on something. Either way, she's great. Where is White Lotus? That's a good question. I think it's Netflix. Um, Connie Britton was on Friday Night Lights, Nashville. She's been around for a while. Joe Bell, Mustang. Luckiest Girl Alive. She's done a lot. White Lotus. Dirty John. 
Dirty John. Watch Dirty John. That's it, Paula. Dirty John is so good slash creepy. Mm-hmm. Really good. It says she was in American Horror Story, The Apocalypse. Yeah, it was on Netflix. Dirty John. You want to get creeped out? She was excellent in it because there are parts of it where you watch her and you're like, she's crazy. And other parts of it, you're like, she should kill her. Like that. So she was in Dirty John, but then there was the second one. That's the one I'm thinking of. John season two. The Betty Broderick story. That's the one where at first she looks crazy. It's Amanda Pete. At first she looks crazy. And then you're like, kill him. And you're just. Jane, Dirty John. Yeah, it's a psycho thriller drama. Thank you. Dirty John. Then if you watch the Betty Broderick story, and it all happened. Yeah, Christian Slater is in that one. I don't know, you guys. Good morning, Heather. It is. It's a lot. Listen, I, and I, I just named like seven things that I'm watching, um, and I still feel like I'm barely watching. I'm going back. I started watching Ted Lasso again. I think I watched a lot of TV lately, now that I'm saying all of it. But I'm very selective. Um, although I did name 20 shows, so it doesn't seem that selective. <laughs> remind you of Stephanie, and she has a train back. No, 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 not, no. The, the daughter doesn't remind me of Stephanie. The, the girl, the girl the, really reminds me more of Carolyn. But as they start to get along, that it reminds me of me and Stephanie. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the, the Betty Bod Broderick trial? Mm -mm. She met him at my church. <gasps> so crazy. Tim, do you watch like any of like the murder shows on Netflix? No, I've already watched a lot of crap. Yeah, of course she does. I just watch sports. Yeah, I don't know why women like Music murder videos. shows so much. She's just looking for ideas. Training. Yeah, looking for ideas. <laughs> I don't know why we watch it. I'm like, you know what we should do? We should watch murder. Why? Training. <laughs> In case someone tried. I'm obsessed with somebody wanting to murder me. All the time. If I'm in the shower and Lulu sits outside the shower, I was like, is it because you think someone's coming to murder me? And I, in her eyes, she's like, mm -hmm. I don't know why. Because I watched too many murder shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks like a dead mouse hanging in your kitchen. You know, you're not wrong. But those are feathers. Now you've ruined it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to watch the last season. Let's talk about Christina Applegate. Let's talk about it. Because I dig her. I dig her. I dig everything that she's doing right now. 
and talking about and being open about. If you have missed it, Christina Applegate was just diagnosed with MS. And she had her final season of Dead to Me to, um, to shoot. And um, there was uh, a decision that needed to be made. So she's been diagnosed. She uses a walker or a cane or a wheelchair, depending on where she kind of was in her journey. And um, this was going to be the last season of Dead to Me anyway. And then there was a decision that she made. She needed some time off to think about it. And then she thought about it and she was like, we're going to finish it. And um, so she talked about how they really kind of had to shoot around her. There's a lot of scenes where she's sitting down. There's scenes where she was like wheelchaired and then she'd stand up and she'd do her scene. Then she'd sit back in her wheelchair. But she has been so amazing and talking about it. She just got her star on the Walk of Fame. And uh, uh, Katie Seagal was there with her, um, who is from Married with Children. I know. And um, yeah, she is uh, just been so amazing. I know. I just want to hug her, right, Cassandra? And, um, I think that, you know, because of who she was, right, was, is, but I mean, who she was when she was younger, like, she was like a sexy icon, right? And she's aging in a way that it's just completely normal. You're like, she's like, this is, what this looks like sometime. And she kept saying in all of her interviews, she's like, I wanted to do it because I want people to see me. And I want them to know I'm 40 pounds heavier. And I walk with a cane. And I'm this, and I'm that, and I'm all of these things. And uh, it was just so beautiful. Right, Rhonda? It just, ugh. I'm all about Christina Applegate right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was so lovely to just see her um, just being surrounded by so many people and, yeah, doing her thing. So so that, yeah, I know it was nice when she got... I'm surprised it took her so long to get her star. Um, but it was really beautiful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she was great. And Selma Blair, exactly. Selma Blair uh, was having similar issues, and she's talked about it. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that, Brenda. Um, she's talked about it, and the two of them are now kind of bonding together. I know, Kathy. It's really, it's really lovely. So, um, yeah. So that was happening in the universe um, over the weekend. Uh, Brooke Blizzard is trying to eke out her last few weeks of college. We've been hugging a lot. There's a lot of hugging for a long time. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I was just talking about with the girls. I would say there's probably a four-year period where I just had to stop talking. I don't think kids want to hear from you from like 18 to 22. They don't want to hear your voice. They don't want to hear your opinions. They just want you to physically be there. Say absolutely nothing. Do not have an opinion. If you have an opinion, you are evil. So you just got to shut it. Just shut your dumb mouth. 
and wait for somebody to cry. <laughs> and now we're in the crying phase. Lot of crying. So we just hug a lot. Thanks, Catherine. And uh, that's it. I've, I have not had um, my kids wanting to hug me in like 10 years. You know, like kids will hug you up to like 10. They'll be like, I love you. And then they hit 11. And then they don't want you near them. I just know it comes back around. At least with girls. Dean will hug me. But he's like up here now. So I just hug around his waist because his waist is here. And he's been so good. So um, he is, you know, rooming with Jacqueline. Got nothing in his closet. Dean's got to see everything. Dean's got to see everything on a shelf. He's got everything out. Nothing in a closet. Very basic. Mm -hmm. Why do you call your daughter Brooke Birdie? So uh, my my grandma, her youngest, was my dad, and uh, she called him Birdie. She'd be like, Birdie, come here. <laughs> I don't know why, but I always loved it. And so when I had Brooke, she just started calling her Birdie. And Jacqueline is Lady. It's big, like, hey, Lady. We used to call her Lily for a long time because she looked like a flower. So for a long time, I called her Lily, and then we kind of transitioned into Lady. So they each have like a nickname. Except at the airport or when I'm in a crisis. Well, that sounds like the perfect time for hugs. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're very funny. I think, I think too, it was kind of good at my kid's age to be on tour. Because they were kind of going through lots of transitions. And they really didn't need me around so much um, until they did. And so, uh, you know, I would see them every week, uh, one or two days. Uh, and then I'd be off again. Uh, and so I think they miss me. Make your kids miss you. <laughs> go, go away a lot <laughs> when your kid's in the age group. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It's It's been nice. And so, uh, and it's nice. They come home and they kind of see like something new. They're like, oh, what is that? What is that? I'm like, oh, I spent your college money on this and I got new windows. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my daughters are 17 West 20, and I'm definitely not allowed to have a realistic opinion. Nope, girl, keep it shut. If it's a lot of me just keeping my mouth shut and hoping for the best. Debbie, girl. Look. It gets better. It'll wrap back around. But the best thing you could do is just stand like this. You want a hug? And if I ever can't keep my mouth shut, happens often then uh i gotta give you some hard truth but like real quick and then end it on i love you do you want a cookie uh it's called a compliment sandwich not really any compliments in it mostly just food like you want some eggplant parm your hair is disgusting and you need a job do you want do you want some garlic bread it's more of a food sandwich because i don't have a lot of compliments every once in a while i do Mm -hmm. Less is better at 18. Mm -hmm. That's really all you have to do is be there. Yeah. But not like in the room or around or stopping by. They get to decide when you need to be present. And then you need to be there in five minutes. 
and then disappear and put money into an account and walk away. That's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very weird time. If I keep my wallet in my son's view, I get more hugs, affection, and love. Yeah, you're not pregnant. Yeah, I prefer a food sandwich. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, I can compliment myself, okay? What I need is some food. If somebody's like, Dina, do you want raviolis? Get your life together, all right? Fix the house up. You're gross and a train wreck. Do you want ice cream? I'd be like, all of that felt very true. Let's sit down and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I keep my mouth shut. The stuff just comes out and then arguments. Yeah, Tammy, you got to get under control. Tammy, try, try a food sandwich. But it requires you actually making food. So the chicken parm I made last night was really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They choose the time, Lisa. You don't get to choose the time that you talk to your kids. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Because you would choose like a morning time when 99% of the world is awake and open. Kids don't like that. Morning time is one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And you're probably at work. Mm-hmm. I'm the kid in that scenario. Might be Patty. Yeah. So here's Di. Because Di does this to me. I mean, I guess it's full circle, right? Because I was coming home from somewhere. I was on the way. I think I was on my way to go clean my daughter's house. And here's Di. I'm not feeling good. So yesterday she wasn't feeling good. She said, I don't know if I'm going to do voila, da, ba, da, ba, da, ba, whatever. I said, well, do you want me to cancel it? Because I'll cancel it now and we'll do it on a Now, let me think about it. I'm not going to the gym. Da, ba, da, ba, da. She canceled everything for the whole week. Fine. Whatever. She goes, now. And what kind of outfits are you going to bring to the thing? I, I don't know. That's like six days. I have no idea what outfit. Well, am I supposed to uh, start packing? for? I said, you just said you're not going to the gym. You got lupus. You gotta, you're going to miss the trip. You just said all of that. Well, I was just wondering what, uh, what kind of outfit you I go, call Jan Luber. All right? I, don't, I can't have this. I'm about to go in to a war zone. So I did the same thing. It wasn't a good time. I guess it really doesn't matter. You have to ask your kids. Is this a good time? Walking out the door and time is of the essence. That's when your parents want to talk to you. I am a victim as well as a perpetrator of this. That's the joy of being right in the middle. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the circle of life. So, yeah. I got I to put... Because Di was like, I also, I'm going to be... I'm gonna be busy this week uh, trying to pack. I go, it's two and a half days. I don't, and it's, I don't know what you'd be, okay. But she got a plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, that's happening. Anyway, you guys, it's ugly Monday today, hopefully. You, I know, I know. We gotta get the hot toddies away from her prior to the event, or is she going to be rolling? She'll be rolling in like she does down the boardwalk. Um, mm-hmm. If I lay down for a nap, my mom, a thousand percent, is going to call. I swear, every time. Tim is here today. He'll probably be here for a week. Um, all the moldings are pretty much in now. 
So Tim will now go through and make them look pretty. Uh, I also painted that one room in the back, so he got to fix where I painted the ceiling. And uh, so yeah, so he's gonna come in. No, my mom doesn't have lupus, Tammy, no. She just, she had a runny nose. So she was like, I don't, she had a runny nose Saturday. And she was like, I don't think I'm gonna be able to go on the trip. I said, you mean a week from now? Cause you got a runny nose? Danny, you don't know what this could become. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Could be lupus. It's not. It's not anything. It's just a runny nose because it's cold out. Mm-hmm. It got worse when my mom learned to text. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. So, anyway. This is what's going on, everybody. Um... <laughs> Was there for a week? No, Tim was off last week. Um, he had to go do another project. I don't know, someone else's house, not my problem. Uh, but I believe he's here for the week. And then I think he's wrapping up. Uh, and then the doorknobs go on and I gotta just paint some walls. Um, step stool was amazing, Andrea. Couldn't have done it without it. It was amazing. So we did a great job. So, yeah. All is coming along. Um, so that's that, everybody. Um, hopefully you uh, enjoy Ugly Monday. It's a little dreary here, but at least the rain has stopped. Um, and the cold is definitely setting in. I don't know if I bet everybody else uh, is ready for winter, but it's a coming. And it's coming in hot. Cold. It's coming in cold. Um, but yeah, can't think of anything else. Um, the patio is getting put in out front, so that's gonna be exciting. Um, Ruby's still sitting here scared out of her mind, so whatever. Uh, all right, well listen everybody, have a great one today. And uh, I will see supporters uh, around nine o'clock for Ugly Monday giveaway. And, uh, and then we'll start again tomorrow for Tipsy Tuesday and the morning show. Um, and by the end of the week, uh, hopefully people will start flying into Philadelphia. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. I, I literally was like, is next weekend the tour? It is. It's a lot happening. Mm-hmm. It is a busy week, Andrea. So Andrea knows we got we got a date on Wednesday night. Put final arrangements together. It's very exciting. It's a very exciting time. Um, well, have a great day, everybody. Thanks for watching as always. And uh, have a great day and a blessed day. And we will see you tomorrow morning on the supporter side tonight. So have a good one, everybody. See ya.